Hey friends, welcome back. Um, so this is episode seven, part two. Seven point uh, five. Seven seven point five. No. Version one point two. One point. <laughs> yeah, one point two five. Um, we have our special guest back again for round two. Say hi. Hello. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> It's um, like four people clapping. Yeah, like, <laughs> I could give you the, the line. <laughs> so disclaimer again, triggering. We're going to talk about drugs again, but we're going to talk about other things too. So I mean, if you're if you're okay with it, keep listening. Um, got some feedback. Oh, my buddy said he was really excited that you uh, talked about. Oh my god. What? What's his name? What did he talk about? The gentleman that you talked about last episode. Who? Uh, the gentleman? people I work with? Or? Nope. Oh, Fred Hampton. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit. Yeah. Nobody knows Fred Hampton, man. Yeah. No, nobody uh, knows no. uh, who he was, really. He died so young. Well, he was murdered. Yeah. So, murdered, yeah. So, yeah. He was murdered, murdered so young. Murdered so young. He still died, but. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah, but um, so one person knows who he is, at least, yeah. you know? It changed the whole fabric of <laughs> Chicago and, you know, every, everything. Everything. I also I want to put in like a like a sidebar side note. Um, I feel like last episode it really sounded like we're all just like really pro drugs, and I'm personally not really pro drugs. I kind of got that vibe <laughs> off of that last one. I yeah. think we were all just really happy to be here. That's a common we're... common misconception. Yeah, I when mean, I, when I speak on how I think drugs should be decriminalized, is a lot of people think that that means that i want everybody to do drugs i don't want that at all not even yeah. a little bit yeah i don't want um like a small percentage no but drugs they're going to you. do it anyway yeah people so. are still going to do drugs whether they're legal or illegal the 50 years of the drug war have, have proven that yeah i think that that's really what we were trying to hammer home was that like no matter what kind of like laws or laws or whatever you, you put into it effect yeah. people are still gonna do drugs they're still going to find a way to do drugs absolutely so yeah and uh that's you know we talked about portugal that's one of the three pillars of their uh, decriminalization is oh yeah wait they're uh, I think, get maybe a little closer sure. sorry but yeah this is really interesting and really cool and i'm super excited that you're going to share this well here's another thing that i learned is that they have uh, a fraction of our population. There's only 10 million people in Portugal compared mm. to 320 million here. That's so. not even the size of New York City. No, I know. <laughs> it's tiny. That's crazy. They also wow. have socialized medicine and have for a long time, which is part of the reason that they can they can do this. But the three pillars that they say are, are important is that one, there is no such thing as a soft or hard drug, only healthy and unhealthy relationship with drugs. The second one is that an individual's unhealthy relationship with drugs often uh, conceals frayed relationships with loved ones, with the world around them, and with themselves. And three, that the eradication of all drugs is an impossible goal. And I, I think all three of those are important aspects of where, you know, especially the, the healthy and unhealthy relationships. Because well, yeah. a lot of time, you know, you look at somebody that, that, that does drugs and they're a junkie, but there are people that casually, you know. They just get high. Yeah. Right. They get high. They snort coke on the weekends and they go back to work on Monday. You right. know, what I mean, right? No, I, I know I, quite I know, a few people. Yeah, like exactly. That. Right. I know plenty of them, but those guys always get looked over. You know, 
And another thing, I don't think anybody really mainlines heroin and 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 goes back to work the next day. That's not maybe not the next not day. the next day, but yeah, <laughs> and maybe their employment will not last long anymore. But yeah, I'm sure unfortunately, the people that are have have been in my life who um used heroin, I feel like they didn't really have a stable job. No, uh, I say used because um, unfortunately, a lot of them have passed away. Yes, yeah, ooh man, I just got. Got a little tear in my That'll eye. do it. That'll do it. You know, it's tough, man. Uh, yeah. I want to bring up one of the first topics I want to talk about is that what do you think, if there is any relationship between, um, like, say, ADHD medication or any type of mind or mood altering medication given to children, is there correlation later on in life them becoming drug addicts or at least experimenting? with drugs um i believe that there is i absolutely believe that i've said that uh for a pretty long time however i learned whether this is true or not because who knows if the pharmaceutical companies or the researchers are going to tell you the truth i've learned that ritalin is such a small dose that it doesn't really of meth yeah, uh, Essentially. It, it's almost like, I guess, maybe they compare it to microdosing, that it isn't something that you're going to get hooked on. But, I mean, there are people that are not with us anymore who I know for a fact had to take Ritalin when they were right. children because they were quote-unquote ADHD, and then that turned into, oh, I'm going to smoke weed, oh, I'm going to roll on Molly, oh, I'm going to do this, oh, all of a sudden now you're shooting heroin. Yeah, I mean, it's a really slippery slope. I know people that that were prescribed, um, you know, ADHD drugs when they were young, and they uh, they got off of them and they smoked marijuana, and they say that it's it helps them greatly, you know, and it's not, uh, you know, a drug, a fucking <laughs> meth made in the laboratory, you know, like, right, right, <laughs> and not in a Breaking Bad kind of way. Yeah, no. I mean, we know someone who just had an an issue with Adderall. Yeah. And I mean, nobody thinks that when you are an adult, okay, not nobody, but when you're an adult and you have a full-time job and you're looked upon as successful, no one's going to bat an eye and think that you have this crazy addiction. No, nobody's going to think that at all. But those I find are some people that have, some of the most surprising addictions are people that are in positions where maybe they have an important job or they get paid a shit ton of money, but they're also under a whole lot of stress. Yeah. So I can understand how it happens. And to be honest with you, I think that drug usage or at least some type of abusive type behavior. And when I say abusive behavior, I mean abusing your body whether it be drugs or alcohol or just seeking out sketchy shit, a la maybe like Backpage or whatever, or going, to, or going to strip clubs or whatever. Some of that behavior I find in that upper tier of work, CEOs and, and people like that are just as much, if not more, probably susceptible to being that type of person or having that type of personality. I don't think that there's a divide that says, oh, you work at Burger King? Yeah, you do coke. Yeah. Because let's be honest, you can't even afford it yeah. <laughs> with the wage that you're getting at, at Burger King. Yeah. So you got to look at it that way, too. No one's immune 
No, an addiction no. knows yeah. no no class, no race, no Fuck nothing. Me. Yeah. Fuck it me. does. Uh, there is, again, research who fucking knows where that came from. I'm just starting to think that everything's just backed by money. But, um, you know, socioeconomically, if you're better off and you go to college and you have a degree and whatever, you're less likely to have a substance abuse abuse issue or whatnot but is that really true i mean obviously there are people who that's how they fucking make their living is selling drugs right but are they necessarily hooked well we don't know the ones that go to jail right yeah the poor yeah. the poor people go to jail of course not really it depend it doesn't depend on race either at all it, if you're if you're broke you go to jail there's a little disparity yeah. between for sure you know but you're right. Most of the time, I would say anywhere from seven to nine times out of ten, the person that is just hit a lick, but they're in a five series or <laughs> they're in a Maserati. Yeah. The cop's going to walk up and be like, what are you doing over yeah, here? And be exactly. like, oh, you know, I just know a girl from around the way, you know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Oh, do you know uh, Lieutenant blah, blah, blah? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course mm -hmm. I do. You know, whatever. And, All right. Have a good night. Mm -hmm. Might not even get pulled out of their car. No. Might, the officer, I would even say that some of them, not all officers, but some of them would blatantly smell drugs and or alcohol. And would just be like, all right, have a good night. Yeah, we talked about this last time. Right. That actually yeah. happened to Jam when he unfortunately... Yeah, but he know. wasn't driving his Maserati. No, I wasn't. I was just a white kid from Hamburg. And, uh, right. You know. But I mean, it's not even just a disparity thing. I'm just talking about socioeconomic like, classes. Like, Oh, yeah, of it, course. Yeah, I mean, I don't think... It certainly happens. Don't get me wrong. But I don't think that you're going to find uh, any data that really reports... Like, oh, yeah, 20 people in the income class of, you know, 250000 a year and up got pulled over and uh, all of them went to jail. You know, like, you're not. That data doesn't exist. Speaking no. of data and driving, though, what I did find was that they had some research on people who were driving impaired um, and the people who were driving under the influence of alcohol were completely worse drivers failing certain tests in certain categories than other people, like people on uppers. Or yeah, any other drug, yeah. pretty much. Except on for, any... Except for, I mean, mar marijuana is like the, the, the most harmless as far as driving impaired. Yeah. And I think that's another reason that drugs are illegal is because they can't control it. You know, like with alcohol, they have a breathalyzer. Yeah. Right. There's no yeah. other way to test how high you are on something, you know, uh, with, with, with cannabis or anything. But that's on the way. It's coming. I saw something the other day that they've got test strips now or something. Jesus. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and if I'm sure that if you decline that, you yeah. will uh, get your automatic, license revoked for yeah, a year automatic go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All that. That's, that's nice, isn't it? Everything that goes along with it. Another way to just kind of like surrender your rights and all that. You yeah. know what I mean? But I mean, how much of that is surrendering your privacy or your rights or whatever? Because driving is a privilege, right? Absolutely. So people forget that. It right. totally is. So, you know, how much of how much of one or the other? But yeah, I would I would say one thing that I did see cuz I only had I'll be honest, I didn't have a lot of time to research like some of the stuff that we touched on. I didn't have a whole lot of time to check into. Um, but I did kind of look to see if there was any data between um, like say cocaine use and car accidents 
marijuana use in car accidents. And what I find was all of these um, studies kind of, they really, really um, compartmentalize what they are saying. So when we think aggressive driving, we think just shitty drivers, right? We just think somebody who's maybe weaving in and out of traffic and they're not doing it how we would do it. (laughs) (laughs) Or as well as we would. Yeah, right, right, right. (laughs) You know, like, oh, dude, you're breaking through the turn. What are you doing? Right. Oh, you don't have your turn (laughs) signal on? (laughs) Oh, right through the apex, (laughs) idiot. So that's not what I found. What I found was they said, oh, well, there's passive drivers, aggressive drivers. There's this driver, that driver, that. And it got to the point where I was just like, how the hell do I kind of correlate all of these things together? And I just didn't have the time to do it. So it's hard to talk about. For me, it would be hard to talk about like, oh, yeah, well, I think that drivers on cocaine are are not that good. Certainly, I would argue that they're probably more aggressive than somebody on marijuana. But as far as well, I guess who's the bigger danger depends on how much you take, which is with any drug or alcohol. Sure, but yeah, and you shouldn't drive fucked up. Period. No, yeah, not, not at all, at all. So, um, a friend of mine, a, a close friend of mine, actually, um, I've known him for a really long time. Uh, he kind of talked to me about what we're, you know, kind of like summarize some of the stuff to him, and he gave me some feedback, and um, he suggested that maybe we tackle uh, the question. When do you cut off an addict? Like, and oh, so if it's, if it's legal or decriminalized. So I actually, well, that's what he said. And I actually want to take it in both directions, right? Pause. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, <I'm, laughs> that's wild. Um, I want to, like, yes, it's illegal. You have somebody who's, you know, going to shitty areas, doing shitty drugs with shitty people. Somebody that you know, or maybe it's actually you, is the enabler, because we always have that situation. Somebody's an addict, somebody's doing this, somebody's enabling them. Because in this scenario, nine times out of ten, they can't hold a job. They they don't have a way to market any skill to make any money. Yeah, they're stealing from so you. They're, and, right. Yeah. So when is enough? And then we're going to take a look at when it's like legal. and we'll. Okay, so when it's, you're talking like, Present day right now. Present day right now. Drugs yeah. are illegal. Yeah. Um, cutting somebody off. I mean, the thing about drug addicts is they're like the best liars you'll ever meet. Easily. Absolutely. Easily some of them. Like, yeah. Them and narcissists, I think. And yeah. a lot of drug addicts are fully aware of like their addiction and how addiction works because they've probably been in a rehab before and they came out and didn't have any of the actual tools that they really need because the fucking a way that the United States approaches addiction is bullshit. Yeah. It's terrible. It is. It's awful. So you're full of knowledge and sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but you're full of knowledge. You know that you have an addiction. You know that your brain chemicals are craving this addiction and things are changing, but okay, cool. You're out in 30 days. You're out in 60 days. You're out in 90 days. That's not enough time. No. So then you're just, you're good for a little while and then you, you fall just right get, back yeah. back into old habits. You start running with the people that you used to run with. And, yeah, because uh, you don't have a job. Your friends are at work all day. Your positive influences are at work. Yeah. What then, are you going to do? That's another thing. You know, you get, you get blacklisted from employment, you know, uh, as far as if you, if you fail a drug test, but, um, it, cutting somebody off, like, 
I, I there was somebody that was is very close to me. He's clean now. He's been clean for a long time, and uh, his uh, rock bottom, I guess you would call it, was he stole money from the pizza place that he worked at, and he, he the pizza place owner called the cops. He was arrested. He was picked up uh, and spent like two and a half weeks uh, in I think he was in Wendy Correctional Facility. But his bail was $100. He didn't have $100 to bail himself out. Damn. And he no call, one would bail him out? He'd call me every day and be like, dude, please. I'm like, what are you going to do, man? Like, why do you need to get out of jail so bad? Do you have a job you have to go to? Do you have pressing issues that you need to take care of? Yeah, like what's more important right I, now? Yeah, I think you can sit there in, in jail and, and, and you know, maybe, maybe learn something from this. Anyway, he gets to his court date. He gets out. And what's the first thing he does? Goes and gets some yeah, drugs. Absolutely yeah. goes and I gets drugs. Say it, but yeah, that's exactly what he did. Um, and you know, like I said, he's he's clean now and he, he got clean shortly after that happened, but it just goes to show that like going to jail doesn't do anything because no. it doesn't solve mm-hmm. the underlying issue. No. Which is addiction, which you need you need you need therapy for, you, you yeah. need counseling and you, And you don't just need no offense to substance abuse counselors, but they are uneducated you only need if yeah. you only need a, an associates if that yeah, an associate. unless yeah. you have experience yeah. unless you have experience in can, like a health field and right. that's another thing if we expand this whole uh you know not criminal aspect of the drug war you know like uh if we start treating it like a public health crisis i don't think we're gonna have the manpower that we need to to take no. care mm-hmm. of all these people that no. might be one of the reasons why we haven't changed yeah. the way that we absolutely yeah and you know, an associate's degree, and they don't make any money. They don't. No. They make oh like forty thousand dollars a year. Yeah. They don't. I yeah. actually applied for the wh- shit they put up with. When I want, no, you're fine. No. When I I was thinking about leaving my previous job before I actually left, and I applied to Horizon, which is a place in um, this area that is a treatment facility. I feel like they're a chain. Or not a chain, but... Oh, a, I, I'm not sure if they're I don't a chain. know either. Well, anyway, there's lots around I, here. I yeah. applied to work there, and uh, they on the application, they ask you how much money that you want, and um, I matched what I was making. I didn't even get a fucking phone call. Yeah. Of course not. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we have, we have plenty of money to spend uh, to put people in jail for drug yeah. use. We have you know, plenty of money to hell. spend yeah. on a fucking fighter airplane well, craft bullshit Absolutely. i don't even know what it's called <laughs> you gotta have you're referring yeah. to yeah but what, what what i i mean it's a bad machine man <laughs> it's 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 awful it, it can't it can't run on warm fuel well that's yeah, the guns don't that. shoot straight like <laughs> it's very still, fundamental it's things cool. that yeah. jets should be able to do yeah it's cool it's cool, it's cool though yeah. it would be ground. cool if someone that wasn't the fucking united states government made it uh, yeah, it'd be cool if BMW well, made it. It was a joint. No, because no. then it would it would leak oil, oil cooling systems, <laughs> and leak oil all over the driveway and no, fall God. out of the sky. And power steering no, racks need to be replaced every eight thousand miles. <laughs> no, <laughs> you sound bitter. <laughs> Me? Who hurt you? <laughs> no, but no. Continue on. With I was just. We have like we have a literal like. Uh, entire federal agency devoted to you know stopping the the supply of drugs you know i mean yeah i don't know the number off the top of my head but the dea has to 
be, I mean, the budget has to be in the trillions, right? Like that's an insane amount of money to spend. And I would imagine. it hasn't done shit. No, it, it hasn't, hasn't done, done shit. shit. It hasn't done a thing. If anything, it, maybe drug use now is even more rampant than it was. But the deaths are. Deaths well, are the absolutely. Deaths. Yeah, yeah. The, the use and the addiction rate have stayed pretty much the same. And another thing is these numbers are skewed because people aren't going to readily admit that they no, have yeah, used you, drugs previously. That's, that's know, the problem with yeah. things like drug addicts and drug statistics. The same thing with homeless. Like People aren't readily out there saying, hey, I do drugs. You know, like they're yeah. not walking down the street saying like, hey, who's doing the survey? Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I just shot like a gram fucking heroin. Like, yeah, nobody's saying that. Like, they're just unless saying, you find those people that you pay the money to be on your TV show. And then they're like, well, yeah, you can follow me around. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, I have a question for you guys. Shoot. So deinstitutionalizing severe mental illnesses worse for homelessness and addiction or better because they're not locked away i think it's way worse i think that you can look at the reagan administration when they cut funding to mental health hospitals as like the 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 turnings you know the 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 turn that turn the turn to this country into uh i don't know just a whole mental health f- funding aspect that is gone. You know, there's they shut down oh, yeah, all those sucks. federal psych words and so everything. So I'm split with that, right? Right. Because yeah. you hear about all the sanitariums and all the insane asylums and all the stuff from like the 50s, 60s, and 70s, and I mean, obviously before that. But it really wasn't looked at, and there's not a whole lot of like documented shit that happened that they say, hey, listen. These 50-something people were being raped every day. Oh, these hundred-some-odd occupants of this asylum were not being taken care of. They were getting bread and water for weeks on end. And then somebody, yeah, yeah, it was just complete neglect, complete abuse. But you have to remember at the time, nobody understood mental illness the way that we do now. So I don't think it's excusable we should have compassion for our common man no matter their condition or their color or their background or their economic status or whatever you should have some kind of compassion yeah i can't really crack funny jokes not yet (laughs) we'll get there the bmw jet was funny yeah it was Um, (laughs) how many cooling systems have you blown up in my in my (laughs) i'm at three really don't fucking jinx us. He just got I'm, the recall for the airbag. I'm not going to answer it, really. Yeah. I have two recalls on mine. The PCV valve and uh, I think an airbag, yeah. Yeah, but the airbag one is scary, Yo, man. Yeah, the airbag one is sketchy. I ain't fucking scary. driving in that passenger driving, riding in that passenger seat anymore. Yeah, you're in the back now. <laughs> Did you Drive Miss Daisy. Driving Miss Daisy. Always an Uber. <laughs> Always as an Uber passenger in the back seat. No, did you see the, the Accord, the woman that crashed at like, I mean, she was going like seven miles an hour in a parking lot. Your no. rags went off? Oh, God. Really? Well, it was one of those Takata airbags and the older oh Accords that before the recall, Ooh. I mean, it looked like somebody just dumped gallons of blood all and out I of the car. It. I believe Wait, it. Wait, did she die? Oh, yeah. She bled right oh, out. Fuck. Yeah, because it severed Wait, her. Wait, it was her driver? Yeah. I thought it was just passenger airbags. It was mm-hmm. both. It's been both. Takata was both, yeah. Yeah, it was both. Maybe it's just on the Toyotas. I on my on my uh, element. It was mm, both. Yeah, the Toyotas. It was just the passengers. Yo, let's talk so. about what's going on in Australia with the CRV Holocaust. 
They're, you are so upset about this. I truly am. Because like <laughs> at what point is the government <laughs> does the government say like you bought this thing, you can't have it anymore? So what I've gathered is we fucking hate the government. <laughs> <laughs> Not yeah. entirely. Overreach. No, the, just government overreach. 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 Yes. Yeah. All right, no, back on no track. Need, no need for this. Here. Back on track to off track, Australia. <laughs> Well, it's mandatory. You can't you can't say like I'm gonna I'm gonna risk you know, calculate my risks and 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 do what I want as a free person. They're mandating you to give your car back. You can't. Yeah, it's like, you can't. At what own point one anymore. do we draw the line? Like motorcycles are inherently like one of the most dangerous means. Of I'm gonna argue with that. I'm gonna argue with that. By like a large but large yeah. margin. Statistically speaking, it's a it's fucking. You ever look at the bar graph? It's like airplanes oh, yeah. up here. Right. Yeah. No, I get you. Per miles traveled. I 100% get what you're saying, but I'm going to argue this. Motorcycles are not dangerous. It's the assholes in cars Absolutely. that aren't paying attention no, that makes it dangerous. It is. I'm or with you. Or the guys totally. on the crotch rockets who are if going 150 talking, something yeah, thousand. That's, they zip right by you. 150, 150 miles. They zip right by you. They There's do. nothing. And then they crash about. on the 290. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. I, I mean, mean, the thing about motorcycles is if you crash, you're pretty much only going to kill yourself. Unless... Yeah. Unless you have a passenger. You have somebody with you. Yeah. I mean, most, you know, if you crash a car, your chances of you hurting somebody else are, are pretty, pretty high, much higher than motorcycles. It doesn't yeah. happen very much where you hurt somebody else. Uh-oh, yeah, you, you're, you're, you're right. Except on for that. when you yeah. take your car and hit people. Yeah. 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 Don't drive into crowds. Big, like, what no, the fuck? That's a big thing. More in Europe. That's why I hate but, What still happens here, too. Still happens here. Motorcycles on the street are like fun. Yes, yeah, so fun, <laughs> so fucking fun, man. But like, we are so off topic. But I yeah, also love fine. it. No, I love it. This is well. I mean, good you know, today. have you ever done drugs while riding a motorcycle? <laughs> yes. <laughs> no. Not on a road. Not on a road. Only, Honestly, only in fields and trails. <laughs> no, I you might... were just in the driveway, just like <laughs> <laughs> I'm so fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> I might need drugs to ride my motorcycle. Like, give me some fucking Xanax. What's up with that, though? Why are you afraid of it? You don't want to... Dude, I'm really bad at turning right. That's the only thing you're bad at, though? You got everything else down? I mean, I have my license. Yeah. That I doesn't can... mean shit. <laughs> doesn't mean anything. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm breaking balls. What were we talking about? Dude, I don't know. We were talking about insane asylums, but what were we talking oh, about before yeah. that? Can I go to the bathroom real quick? Yeah, go yeah, ahead. Yeah, of course. And we're back. <laughs> that was better. That was way better. Um, like, changing the way that we look at drug use and abuse in this country because, like... I, I know so many friends of mine whose lives were cut short, like so senselessly, like there's a better way and it's been proven in other countries. And you, you bring up just the idea of a safe injection site and people, people lose, lose their, their minds, fucking minds. It's like, right. dude, there's a safe injection site on every corner for alcohol where I live. Like you can go there and get beer and it's not beer. That's going to kill you. And my neighborhood isn't, I mean, yeah, I see some crazy shit with drunk people. Well, yeah. But it's not like... That's a really funny way to put it. Not Truly. funny. I mean, that's not the right word. But that's, that's a really... That, 
eye-opening way yeah. to put it. Alcohol is a fucking drug. Yeah. There are people who don't even think it's a drug. It's like, oh what? yeah, that's ridiculous. They're like, oh yeah, I'm I'm okay with uh, oh no, it's not I'm a okay drug. with people drinking. I'm okay with people smoking cigarettes. Yeah, but you gotta Those do anything drugs. else, you're a fucking scumbag. Yeah. Those are drugs. It's just a drink, man. It's not it's not a drug. No, people's lives are fucking ruined by alcohol every day. Are you kidding me? Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah they drink I mean, away their So last episode I did say everything. that I thought alcohol was uh way worse than heroin, but I didn't mean it like as if you drink, you're way worse than a heroin addict. Yeah, no. I meant as it, what it does to your body. Yeah, the physical long-term effects of a person yeah. who uses yeah. or abuses both. Um, I don't think that you drink one beer and you're immediately an alcoholic. But I also am not really sure if you do heroin once, if you're going to immediately become... Addicted? An, addicted. No, that's, that's, not, that's not true. That's been unproven yeah. a bunch of times as far as... You Which, know. I mean, I don't really want to ask anybody because I feel like if you're in recovery, that's not something that you talk about. <laughs> right. So I guess I feel we'll never like, know. I feel like I've heard it's one of the most addictive substances I think because there. of the feeling. I don't think because of the actual. Yeah. Well, heroin is an opiate and there's a ton of different versions of opiates. Um, yeah. There's a lot of opiates that are prescribed to you after you have surgery or whatever. Yeah. And mm-hmm. people take those for months sometimes. Years. Years even. Um, Fucking decades. Or, let's or, let's be yeah. honest with or you. Or they give them to yeah. you with us, with everyone. Yeah. When you're, when you're in the hospital, they'll give them to you for a couple weeks and you build up a dependence and then you go home and a lot of the time what people think is that they have a cold or something a flu you know but no, that's they're withdrawal. going through opiate withdrawal they yeah. don't realize I mean it. we have opiate opioid what the fuck am i saying we have receptors in our brains yes. for opiates yes. that's we have yes that's how but all we drugs also have what it's how all drugs work yeah, yeah i know but to say that that one's more addictive than X, Y, and Z. I don't, I don't know because we have dopamine receptors and that's cocaine. Mm-hmm. We have GABA receptors and that's it's alcohol. Alcohol touches on like a whole fuck ton of them. Alcohol Doesn't... literally like crosses every single fucking receptor. I had no idea. I yeah. didn't know that. Yeah. I thought it was just GABA. I thought that no, alcohol it's... mimicked GABA, which is like a really long word that I cannot pronounce. Gabba, yeah, I can either. Yeah. Um, I'm not word. gonna get up and go get my like notebooks from my classes, but why? Because it's in the car. <laughs> 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 but I do know that it like it. There's a whole fuck ton of shit that it messes with. Like I said last yeah. time, it's a really messy drug. Like heroin is Slotty, basically yeah. one, one fucking thing that it screws with in your brain, and it doesn't really like shut down your organs. It doesn't fucking do all this crazy shit. Alcohol is like every, may, maybe not every single neuro, uh, neurotransmitter, but a lot of them. And it fucks with your dehydration. Your, so your kidneys yeah, and absolutely. your liver and renal system, your yeah. whole body. Yeah. Everything. Uh, alcohol, nervous system. Yeah. So renal many system, things. Heart disease, yeah. arteries, brain. I mean, brain function, brain impairment, yeah. impairment, impairment. Which <laughs> as I'm sitting here, I, I'm drinking a beer. Yeah, we're like all Hell yeah. Wait, shit. Hell yeah. There we go. Because it's socially acceptable, guys. Yeah. Dude, it's... And it's... I literally, every day, I'm like, yo, alcohol is disgusting. Like, I 
tell myself this and then i'm like i'm still cool with it yeah but also also in the same breath like we're all having like a drink a beer or two or whatever and we're doing all this and we're like oh yeah you know blah 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 but if we were doing heroin man the podcast would be like this 